0: Hey, you're listening to Blue Jean Church's podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. To learn more about Blue Jean Church in Selma, Alabama, visit us at www.bluegeneselma.com I get to now um, introduce our speaker. Um, this woman is really special to me. I feel like Um, She is just such a great mentor to me, honestly. And um, I just love the way that she carries herself. She always has joy. And um, she brings joy to all the seniors each and every day. So y'all give it up for Miss Pat.
1: Good morning. I have been waiting for this moment. Um, The last time I was supposed to be here, I was laying in the hospital. But God has been good to me. God has opened doors and made ways. And I appreciate God for being God. How about you? Hallelujah. The last time I was here, we did something very that I love. You know, I'm a big mouth. I, I'm very loud and I can't help it. That's who I am. I was born in Chicago, but I was raised in the country. So no, in the country, you go out in the streets and you can make all the noise you want to. And you don't have to worry about who's going to come and tell you to go in the house or who's going to tell you to shut up because you're in the country. And so we, I was brought up in a very noisy church and we just churched until we got tired. We churched in the morning, seemed like seven days a week and 24 hours a day. Everything was church, church, church. So We made noise. So the last time I was here, I asked everyone to stand. I'm going to do the same thing today. Ask everyone to stand. Don't just look at me. I'm asking asking everyone to stand. And I want you to close your eyes at this particular moment. Just close your eyes. And just think about where you are in God at this moment. Where am I in God? What is my relationship like? What do I get to do with God? God, what are you to me? God, what are you saying to me? God, what are you telling me to do? God, what do I need to do to hear your voice? What do I need to do to get in your presence? I feel the Holy Ghost. What do I do to be your daughter? What do I do to be your son? How do I sacrifice my life and give my life to you? What is it that I have to do to do what you want me to do? You got that thing in your mind? So now, since you have it in your mind, we're gonna thank him for doing it. So put your hands together. Oh, come on and open your mouths and tell him thank you. Yes, Come on and clap those hands and tell him thank you. Ha! Come on and clap those hands. We're not there yet, but we're getting there. Oh, God, I love you. I praise you and I give you glory for there is no other God (laughs) like unto you. You are a good God and you are a kind father. Thank you so much for indulging me for just those few seconds. You may be seated. I told you I'm a very noisy person. And so I like making noise even when I go to church. When we're in the senior senior center, sometimes I get a little loud, but that's just who I am. And I make no apologies about it because that's how God made me and that's how God created me. He's a good God and he's a kind father if it had not been for him. Oh, my God, who was on my side, where would I be today? Would I be locked up? Perhaps because I would have been out there doing whatever I wanted to do, how I wanted to do, and anything I was big enough to do, I would be doing it. But because he called me into his fold, I'm so grateful to be the woman of God that he called me to be. Aren't you glad to be in a relationship with God? Oh, my God. It's such an awesome experience. Even when we feel like, mm, He don't hear me. mm, He's not paying attention to me. But when we finish that and we go through that, he's the kind of God that's still right there. Hallelujah. I love him. And I give him all the praise. Today, amen, I want to say thank you to a very, very dear friend of mine. I don't know if he knows that he's my friend. But he's someone that I hold very high. And I have such an honor and respect for him, even though we don't get a chance to talk all the time. But I have a very high in regard for Judge Armstrong. Come on and give him a hand. I know, yeah, I know that I'm African American and he Caucasian. I know that. But sometimes he treats me like he's my daughter, um, that I'm his daughter, and I appreciate that. Because you go places sometimes, and you don't receive that love. You don't get that love, especially at your place of employment. Can anybody agree with me? Sometimes we go to work, and we dread getting up going to work. I've been there. But every day when I get up, I'm not a morning person, so it takes me a few minutes to get up, but when I get up and I'm come to work, I'm glad to be at work. And because of George Armstrong, he made that help make that happen for me. I have my sons and daughters here with me today. <laughs> Those are the senior citizens of the senior the Selma Senior Center. Y'all pray for me. I'm working on that name. So you all give them a hand for being here with me today. We love them and we appreciate the Lord for him. We have one special one. That's Miss Bessie King, who just turned 100 years old in the month of April. Wave your hand, Miss Betsy. That's Miss Betsy. She's the senior senior citizen that gets the opportunity to do whatever she wants to do, how she wants to do it. She's the only one that we allow to do that. But she doesn't take advantage of that, and we appreciate the Lord for that. We're going to go right into the word of God. Again, thank you for indulging me this morning. We're going to go through Matthew 5 and 11. And just bear with me. Matthew 5 and 11, and it reads, Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my name's sake. How many once you became a Christian, and you became a child, a man, a woman of God, that it seems like mm, people don't see me the same way. People don't entreat me the same way. And it's okay because I'm a child of the king. For a subject, just for a few topics, if you don't remember anything today, just remember this. When you are mistreated, you are blessed. Isn't that something? People can talk about me. People can put me down. People slander and scandalize my name and you're telling me I'm blessed. Of course you are because they did the same thing to Jesus. They took Jesus and they hung him on the cross. They nailed nails in his hand and in his feet. And what had he done wrong? What caused him to be hung on that cross? Why did they hang him on the cross? What did he do wrong? So who are we to think that nobody's going to talk about me? Nobody can't put me down. But what it does, it should make you stronger. Because most of the time when these things happen, they're just not true. You say that I'm not this, I'm not that, I'm this, I'm that. But does that make it true because you say that about me? It doesn't matter. But what it does, it helps me and it allows me to really get on my knees and talk to the master. And ask him to give me strength to be able to accept even the negative that they say about me. But what does it do? It makes me work just a little bit harder so that the good can come out of the bad that you see in me. Isn't that something? Now this morning we took sir, we took communion. So what does communion mean to me? It means that I drunk his blood. It means that I ate a portion of his body. So that allows me to be who and what I am in the eyes of Jesus Christ. Don't ever take communion lightly. Don't ever take it lightly because there's a symbolism behind it. We don't take communion just to be taking it. We need to know what the meaning of it is when we take it. All right. There are times in our lives when it appears that when we do right, we're talked about. And when we do wrong, we're talked about. It seems that we are mostly talked about when we accept the Lord Jesus Christ into our lives. Have you ever been at a place in your life where you seem like you was just sitting all along, nobody there, but yet there's a room full of people? And because I'm different, I'm sitting all alone because it seems like nobody recognized me in this place. Why? Because I'm in a different place. You understand what I'm saying? Our relationship with God is something that makes us different. It makes us act different. It makes us see things different. It makes us do things different. See, and does that make me any different than anybody else absolutely not it just means that I'm a daughter and so can you be a daughter of course you can all it takes is a repentant heart and that's just ask God to forgive me for what I've done and help me not do the things that I used to do that's the kind of God We serve. I want to leave three points with you. When people give idle talk about you, consider yourself blessed. Didn't they talk about? Look how they talked about Job. What did Job do wrong? Did Job do anything wrong to go through what he went through? And they took everything that Job had. Judge, I believe Job had a house like yours sitting on the hill. And he probably had all manners of cattle. Whatever Job thought he want, he probably had it. But when the devil went to tempt him, Jesus said, have you considered Can Jesus say that about you? Can Jesus ask Satan, when Satan decides to come and tempt you and want to put all things, manner of things on your life, all kind of sickness, you lose your life, your house, you, you lose your job, you use all that. Will you still walk with God? There's something to, Y'all do know in January we had a tornado and we lost a lot of stuff, didn't we? But how many lives did we lose? Selma has such an awesome favor of God over it but yet sometimes it feels like we still don't do the right thing. But what if God decides to remove a hand of favor from over Selma, Alabama, what would we have? Where would we go? Do you take a few moments every day to pray for those that said hi and sometimes look low? So after today, make sure you add that too your list. When someone talk about you, that simply means that you are highly thought about. So it's okay, go ahead and talk about me. It's okay if you spend a few minutes a day talking about me, because that means that you see something in me. Okay? So it's okay Is that easy to accept? Of course not. I don't want people talking about me. And when they talk about me, I want it to be good. But everything they said about Jesus Christ, it was not good. But we know that he was a man with no sin, committed no sin. When people cause injury to you, consider yourself blessed. I know sometimes, you know I think some days I'm the manager at the senior center some days. and I have some people that comes in sometimes and I try and I want to feed everybody. But because we have standards and we have regulations, we can't do that. but I try. But when one comes in and their spirit is not adjusted to, I need help, then it causes me to make another decision. Do I want to do that? So we'll bring them in and we'll talk about them, but they still have to have a level of respect. You don't have to be disrespectful. To get what you not just need, but what you want. You still have to walk around with the level of respect. Because guess what? Nobody owes you nothing. There's a saying in church, you ain't been hurt. And judge, I don't know if you heard this, but I'm quite sure you have. You ain't been hurt until you've been hurt in church. Have you ever experienced that? When someone in the church hurts you, it seems like it takes everything out of you that you worked for because in the church it's supposed to be a place where I'm going to the hospital. That's where I go to get my healing. That's where I go to get my cranberry juice and my orange juice and my apple juice and my healing. I don't expect to go to the church and people turn their backs on me because I'm not who you think I am. I'm not what you think I am. Then you stab me in my back. But guess what? Remember, God knows and sees everything. And he's that kind of God. And sometimes we always point the finger at somebody else. But if you look at my hand, how many fingers are pointed back at me? You get it? So when you point your finger at, you got to remember that I'm pointed back at me. So every word that comes out of our mouths when we up here, it hits us first. I don't want to be the cause and the reason that anybody walks away from God. So Judge Armstrong and I would never use the pulpit to be the fall of anybody. One thing I love about Blue Jean is that it is a place of healing. If you come into this church and you don't get what you came for, it's not because it's available, but maybe it means that you need to work just a little bit harder. So don't come once and think you're going to get it because sometimes Armstrong and that's the Lord of our salvation the thing that I love about God it doesn't matter what we do it doesn't matter how we do it he's still on the cross and he's still there to hold our hand and to pull us up so that we can continue to keep going I didn't mean to say he's still on the cross because he's not on the cross but you know what I mean He's that kind of God. When we have sicknesses in our body, we go to the doctor and the doctor give us all this medication. We still have to pray and ask God for healing because sometimes the medication causes more damage than it does good. So you just can't take the medication and think that that's it. You got to put prayer on that medication. You got to, Of God, What if after today, if you're not doing it, if you go home and you go in your prayer closet, well, Miss Pat, what is my prayer closet? My prayer closet is a place that I have selected to just sit and do what I need to do with God. Cry out to God. Speak to God. Listen to God. Prayer is not just talking to God. It is communication. So communication is always done in two parts. It's the person that's giving it and the person that's receiving. So after today, if you don't have a prayer closet, I admonish you. Go home and set up a prayer closet. And then you use that every day. And so... It takes time to build up momentum. I'll sit here for a minute. It's okay because it takes time. I'll sit here for two minutes tomorrow. I'll sit here for three minutes tomorrow. It takes time and I promise you that it will work. So when you come into Blue Jean in the presence of God, the power of the Lord would be so heavy in this place that when whoever gets up, get ready to speak, they won't even be able to speak. Because the Holy Ghost would have, would have taken over. And we'll all be crying, and our eyes would fill with water, and we'd just be crying and snotting all over the place. But if that's what it takes for me to get what I need from God, let me do it. When people view you incorrectly, consider yourself blessed. And I know a lot of times I'm considered incorrectly and it's okay. I haven't always been this way. People could view me correctly. I'd be ready to fight, but because God saved me and helped me to be a better person. Now, when they do that, I ask, what can I do for you today? But it took time. Why? Because when I wake up in the morning, and when I lay down at night, I'm still human. Isn't that something? And God understands that. So after today, what am I going to do when people look down on me? When people say all manner of evil things against me? When people don't do what I think they should do? But what is it that God wants them to do? What is it that God wants them to say? Where is it that God wants them to go? So let's not be in a hurry to think that everything is mm, just negative. How do I take the negative and turn it into positive? Is it easy? Of course not. But can we do it? Oh, yes, we can. We can do it. God don't matter who you are. God don't care what you got, what you don't got, what you have, what you don't have. He's not concerned about any of that. God is concerned about your soul. God is concerned about how I live. God is concerned about what I do for others do i do it because that's the right thing to do or do i do it because i want to be seen so if you want to be seen just come and sit on the front row because when you do that way when you do it that way that's your blessing already from god but when you do it and you do it with the heart of god god that's god's way come on and clap your hands Hallelujah, I hope I said something to encourage your hearts today. I love what I do. I love, uh, I love Judge Armstrong, I said that. But one person I left out, and I'm gonna be done in a minute. This young lady, she may never know what she means to me because I never told her. She would walk in blue jean with status. Every time I've seen her, her head was always held high and always had a smile on her face. And that's Mrs. Armstrong. She don't know that there were days she would come in blue jean and I would be ready to throw in the towel because I was tired. Some days it takes so much to do such a small job. But once or twice a month, she would come in the door, and she don't know, but there were days where I'd been sitting in my office just crying. And when you walked in the door, I began to get my strength. And I think she's done that. I think I've been here five years. So when she stopped coming, I had to find another way. And then here comes my son and my daughter that I did not birth. And that is Josh and Mary. I know sometimes I probably get on their last nerve and it's okay because I'm the manager and he's the director, so it's his responsibility to get me what I need to do my job. And he does that. I am so appreciative to this ministry because you all do so much. But yet little is recognized. And that's okay. Because God sees and knows everything. Yeah. So if Blue Jean Church never make the front oh, we made the front page. Did Judge Armstrong tell y'all? We made the front page. Senior center Selma, we're on the front, we were in the front page of both newspapers. So we made the front page. Hallelujah. I'm glad, I hope I said something to encourage you. Listen, whatever you do today, just make sure your relationship with God is in the right place. People are dying every day. And I don't want to die and find my eyes open up in the pits of hell because they said it's hot down there. I can't take the heat up here. So I sure don't want to feel it down there. Thank you, Judge Armstrong, for being who you are in my life. I will never forget you and Anne. <laughs> Why? Because you believed in me. You gave me a chance. I moved to Selma, Alabama. My first year, I literally hated this place. I came from Washington, D.C. You gave me a chance, and you let me do what I want to do. But I do what's right, and I thank you for that. God bless you.
0: Thank you, Miss Pat. You know, the Blue Jean gets to partner with the Senior Center in Selma, And if you've ever if you've ever been there uh, on Sunday on on the weekend weekday mornings, there's you know one of our core values that we talk about here all the time is love. That it's all about love. That we want to show love to people. We want to love people well, and we want to love God and love people. And if you ever want to see a great example of love on earth as it is in heaven go to the senior center We we've got some of the coolest people y'all and y'all came this morning now y'all gotta I gotta rat y'all out y'all gamble in the church now they do that so just so y'all know they they're, they're playing bingo on a pretty regular basis but uh, we'll let we'll let that slide but there's just a lot of love going on and miss Pat you're you're the center of that and uh, we are we're grateful that we get to participate with with y'all and we love you guys and thank y'all for being here this morning. You know, I want to want to say the beatitudes you were reading from the beatitudes this morning, Miss Pat, and you know, the what you were reading was about considering ourselves blessed when we're mocked or persecuted or whatever. Yeah, you know, the beatitudes are known as, as some people say it's the greatest sermon ever preached. And really, if you read the Beatitudes, what Jesus does over and over and over is he flips the script. He changes a perspective from a worldly view on things to a godly kingdom perspective. Things like, blessed are the poor, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are the humble, and and uh, for they will be... Um, they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who uh, are poor, for they realize they need him and the kingdom of heaven is theirs. It's like the opposite. It's a flip. And, And so what you said this morning from God's word is that one of the ways that we can deal with persecution or things that are unfair in our lives is to say, well, you know, Lord, help me to see it like you see it and not to see it from my own eyes and it'll flip the script give you a different perspective so thank you for that message thanks for listening to today's podcast we hope this message has equipped and inspired you to transform people your community and the world through the love and power of Jesus Christ whether you're from Selma or anywhere you're listening from we'd love to hear from you visit us online at www.bluejeanselma.com